This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. everything, but he knew enough. That's why I'm sharing this with you today. You don't have to know everything, but you need to not come to Christ under any illusions. You need to not be living the Christian life bewildered by the trials. You know, that's why James tells us, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised by the struggles, the difficulties, the hardships. You know, you may find yourself bewildered in the midst of them. You know, God, what do I do? James says, you know, if you lack wisdom, ask him and he'll give it to you. We don't have to be Bible scholars to share the gospel message. Pastor Robert encourages us in this today, reminding us that even the Apostle Paul didn't have every answer when he started sharing his faith. We only need to know what Jesus has done for us, and with God's help, we'll share that story effectively. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. comes back and as he comes into finally Jerusalem and he's there and he tells us in that same passage in Galatians that he spent two weeks with Peter. He didn't really get any time with the other apostles, but he literally moved in with Peter and for two weeks he's just hanging out. Fifteen days he's hanging out with Peter in Jerusalem. But the other Christians there in Jerusalem, they were afraid of him until Barnabas. Thank God for a man like Barnabas. Barnabas steps up and says, guys, you need to listen to him. Just listen to what he has to say. It's real. And so he has the opportunity finally to share. And he opens up. But you know, it's striking because even though we know he didn't know everything, he knew enough. He knew enough. What I mean by that is God did not call Saul of Tarsus and say to him, Saul, from this day forward, your life is going to be a bed of roses. It's going to be filled with prosperity and peace. You've come to Jesus now. It's all going to be good. What does God say? I'm going to show him how much he's got to suffer for my name's sake. He knew. He may not have known everything, but he knew enough. That's why I'm sharing this with you today. You don't have to know everything. But you need to not come to Christ under any illusions. You need to not be living the Christian life bewildered by the trials. You know, that's why James tells us, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised by the struggles, the difficulties, the hardships. You know, you may find yourself bewildered in the midst of them. You know, God, what do I do? James says, you know, if you lack wisdom, ask him and he'll give it to you. I've been asking personally. Maybe you have. 
But he says, don't be surprised when you encounter the hardships. Don't be shocked when you encounter persecutions. And you need to understand that these persecutions are not always from people. It may simply be just the demonic oppression and opposition that comes against you. The first persecution that you're going to experience is going to be from the enemy himself. He will oppose you. Now that usually you're going to see it manifest through people, you know. What happens first in the spirit realm happens second in the physical realm. Another principle that you see in the scripture there. But he says, don't be surprised by that. Don't be shocked by it. Expect it. Know that it's coming. Because if you know that it's coming and you're not shocked by it, even as you get knocked back and you reel from it a little bit, you can set aside the fear, you can set aside the emotion, you can set aside all of that, the confusion and, and, and you know, the emotional upheaval, and you can choose to trust God in the midst of it, if you will. One last passage. Flip over to Acts chapter 20. Paul is now at the end of his ministry. We see the beginning of it in chapter 9. In chapter 20, we see it begin to wind down. It's not quite over, but he knows it's coming. We're told in verse 17, as he's making his way to Jerusalem, it says, From Miletus he sent to Ephesus and called for the elders of the church. And when they had come to him, he said to them, You know from the first day that I came to Asia in what manner I always lived among you serving the Lord with all humility, with many tears and trials, which happened to me by the plotting of the Jews. How I kept back nothing that was helpful. You know, the thing that's remarkable about the ministry of the Apostle Paul is that it wasn't just teaching, it was training. What's he saying to him here? He's like, guys, you know firsthand everything that happened to me. And I didn't withhold any of what I was going through. Anything that was helpful, I put it out there for you to benefit from it. He trained people in godliness. He didn't just teach them principles, but they were able to look at his life. And he said, you know firsthand the manner of life that I lived. You know the trials. You know the difficulties. You know I didn't hold back anything, but proclaimed it to you and taught you publicly. And from house to house, testifying to Jews and also to Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. And see, now I go bound in the Spirit to Jerusalem. He's like, I don't have any choice. I have to go there. Just as surely as if somebody had chains around my wrist and, and they were dragging me, I'm bound in the Spirit. Listen, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. But none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to, to myself so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I receive from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And indeed, now I know that you all among whom I've gone preaching the kingdom of God will see my face no more. Man, what a statement. What's it? None of these things move me. You know, we read stuff like that, and if we don't really thoughtfully ponder it and consider it, we can misunderstand. And we look at him, man, what a courageous, what a brave man, what an unbelievably strong Christian. I could never be like that. He just rolls off his back, man. They beat him, they torture him, they, they shipwrecked, all these snake bit, all these things happen to him and, and none of it bothers him. That's not what he's saying. That's not what he's saying. What he says is, in spite of it all, 
I press on. He says in another place, forgetting what lies behind, I press on toward the goal of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. My focus is on heaven. My focus is on the eternal reward that's waiting for me. He tells us in another place, you know, all these momentary light afflictions, man, they're nothing compared to the just insurpassable weight of glory that awaits us. He got a glimpse of heaven that he told us about in 1 Corinthians. And he says, I want you to understand all of these things that I've endured, whatever I may endure as I go into Jerusalem, the Spirit of God has already told me that what awaits me there is imprisonment and torture. But I have to go. I have to go. None of these things move me. Now, as, as we close, I want you to just ask yourself, have you made that decision of your will before God? None of these things move me. No matter what happens, no matter how horrible, no matter how hard, no matter how bewildering, no matter how devastating, I will follow Jesus. None of these things move me. I will trust Him to build me into the person that He wants me to become. The person whose whole heart belongs to God. A person in whom there's no longer any fear. Because I'm so full of faith. I'm so full of the Holy Spirit that none of these things move me. It's a decision. It's not an emotion. Now, there may even be one or two of you who say, you know, gosh, you lost me back there talking about following Jesus. I don't, I don't know Him like that. Well, He wants you to know Him like that. He wants you to have that kind of intimate friendship with Him, that you're listening for His voice day by day by day. And He is truly leading you through your life and on into eternity. Again, it's just a matter of the heart. You just get honest with Him. Don't hold anything back. God, I want to know you like that. I want to know your thoughts. It's scary what the pastor's talking about, hardships and trials and persecutions, but whatever I have to go through in life, I definitely want to know that I'm going through them with you. Just be real with Him. You know, someone has said that in this life, we're all going to face giants. I don't want to face them alone. And that's what we're talking about. Don't face them alone. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you joined us today for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to visit our website, MainThingRadio.com and like our Facebook page. Keep up to date on everything happening in Main Thing Radio and receive a dose of encouragement right on your newsfeed. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. We are blessed to be a part of God's kingdom advancement through these broadcasts, but just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? This month, we have a special thank you gift. For any donation of $15 or more, we'll send you a copy of Randy Alcorn's book, Heaven, 
This book shares insights, research from the Bible itself, that give us a picture of what heaven will be like and may challenge some of what you previously believed about our eternal home. This gift is yours as our way of saying thank you for your donation to Main Thing Radio. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click Donate at the top of the page. From all of us at Main Thing Radio, we want to thank you for joining us for today's message. Be sure to tune in again right here on Main Thing Radio.